Hey guys, and welcome back to the Sam P. Joe FIFA League podcast. I'm George Tello, and it is still quarantine. We are still on lockdown. However you want to phrase it, doesn't matter. It's all the same, really. Um, and it's been a couple weeks. I haven't been able to talk to you guys. I've been super busy with work, and uh, the free time I've had, I've uh, trying to finish a certificate program. So I've been a little bit busy, but I finally had the time today. And happy Friday, everybody. Um, I know days have kind of colluded together at this point, and that is just something we have to deal with, unfortunately. But I'm going to bring you guys the podcast. Uh, I am going to talk about our respective divisions in a bit, uh, but we have a conversation with the, one of the new managers in the league, uh, Gaidan Al-Ain FC. Um, I would like to warn you guys, like it does cut off a little bit here and there. That's just the reception uh, on both our ends, I, I'm assuming. Um, but it, it's a good conversation. I hope you guys like it. Don't think that if it cuts off for a couple of seconds that you need to reset it. No, it is, it's just the way it, it works sometimes with recording. And sometimes it's going to come in nice, and other times it's going to come in kind of shoddy. But I hope you guys like it. Uh, I tried to clean up a little bit as much as I could. I just wasn't able to all the way um, because I haven't had time to really sit there and break it down. So that's what the podcast is going to start with. I am going to talk about D1, your goal scorers, uh, the league, and I have a couple of things to talk about today as far as the league goes, um, you know, D2 as well. So I'll get into all that as the uh, podcast goes on. Uh, but let's get you guys started with Guy Dan and myself. Uh, just kind of talking it up, getting to know him. So if you guys don't know him in the league, uh, he will talk a little bit about that and who he knows and this and that. Uh, so yeah, let's get the podcast started with my conversation with Guy Don. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Cool. All right. So let's, let's get into it. How'd you come up with the name for your team? Well, I wanted to represent the Middle East. So sick, you know, uh, I got I to gotta put representation up there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, where are you? Uh, where's your family from or where are you from? Well, I'm from Yemen. Oh, you're from Yemen. But, okay. Yeah, nice. yeah. But Emirates, Emirates would be the closest league to, to the Yemeni league. So that's why I chose that team from the Emirate league. Oh, okay. And who do you know that plays in the gaming league right now? Um, in that league? <laughs> Honestly, nobody. <laughs> So you don't know anyone in, in in our gaming league? In our gaming league? Oh, in your gaming league? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Actually. Well, well, I know. Um, what's his name? Wayne's brother, uh, Marlon. Oh, Marlon. Okay. Mar- yeah, Josh. So I I know Josh. I played soccer with Josh a couple times. Actually, I played with Wayne too a couple times. Um, mm. We played some um, some indoor league, but yeah, just them too. All right. Okay. Okay. So right now I got you sitting sixth in D two. Um, what do you think so far about the whole league and how you're, ta- how you're coming into the league? Well, I think six, that was as of last month, man. I should yeah. be a little higher now, hopefully. So, <laughs> um, the league is pretty interesting, actually. It's just a little hard getting, um, the players that you want, obviously, since the budget is kind of tough. But, um, but I think, I think it's, um, for me at the moment, it's a little competitive because of the team that I have, but I think I'll be dominating just soon. <laughs> not to be <laughs> no, not, I, not not to be cocky, you know. <laughs> no, I like the confidence. You got to have it. Um, it's it's important. Um, who would you say is your best player? Oh well, so far, say, uh, so far, <laughs> I want to say what's his name? Um, Labiad. Labiad is. Um, he's um, he's technically a center attacking mid, 
but I have been playing him. Um, I've been playing him um, defensive mid, but he's he's you know he's assisting a lot for me actually, and he's making a lot of plays happening. Oh, so, that's 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 what that's all that matters in D two right now. Yeah, I know Dre hasn't recorded as of yet. Uh, I'm looking at your team stats right now so far. It looks like Martinelli is your guy, along with Alexis McAllister. Um, um, I, what, yeah. what do you have uh, about those two guys that you could tell everyone about? What makes them I so special? I do like Martinelli, honestly. I don't think he's where he at, but I think the only reason – he's my top goal scorer, my top assister, but I think that's because um, he's in the right spot. That's 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 the only reason I would say he's in the right spot. I mean, he's missed so many for me. He's I need I need a top I need a good shooting striker. That if I have someone there that can finish, I think that's what I'm missing the most. But uh, McAllister is pretty good as well. He's my attacking mid at the moment. But I think both of those successes, honestly, I want to say they come back to Labiad. He's he's the one who's who's feeding them most of the time. Um, but I mean. On paper, on stats, Martinelli would appear to be my best player. Yeah, in all competitions, but, he has seven goals, six assists. I'm adding the pre the pre league tournament to it right now. Give me one mm-hmm. second. Um, but yeah, no, Labiad is he's been your guy. He's got five goals, four assists in all competitions. Yeah. So if he's your guy, what does the future look for this team? Uh, what are you looking to bring in next? Are you waiting for the next off season? Are you waiting for this mid season window? What are you waiting on? I'm waiting for the mid season. I'm, uh, I, I might. It looks like like I have a deal for a loan with an option to buy for an okay striker. Um, I'm not really um, too excited about it, but it's what I can do with my budget. Since well, I have no budget at the moment, but three million loan with an option to buy look might look affordable depending on how much I get in the midseason. Supposedly we're getting some money for that. Um, yes, you do. So that should help my, my attacking front. But um I need I need I don't have a good decent center back or defense at all, honestly. Um most of my mistakes I mean if I make one small mistake on my half, that's it's a struggle to fix it, honestly, especially playing against really good players. I mean in the cup I cannot make a single mistake. I mean, I don't know if you noticed my stats in the cub. I don't know if it says possession, but I would usually have close to 60% possession because my plan is just to keep the ball and try to catch a small mistake from the other opponent and take advantage of it. As soon as I make one small mistake, man, that's when I get hammered. Yeah, no, when we played, that was the one thing I took out of the game because that's something I'm usually known for is dominating possession myself. And, you know, I, I looked at that game. I went back because I, I record some of my games, not all of yeah. them. But I re- went back and I watched that game. And I was like, my brother, who he used to play in the gaming league, but he doesn't anymore. And he sat there and he watched it with me. He goes, man, this guy knows how to control the ball. And sure enough, that was my indication. Are you gonna? Are we looking to see a team that's going to build uh, with passers? Or are you going to go where everyone else is going and literally bring just pay, pure pace to your team? Well, pace is good. Pace, especially now, is good, but I need I need to control the game. Um, I have I have to be able for me to control the game. It, it gives it it's better it's better that way for other teams to make more mistakes. Um, you know they get frustrated. They they really just want to get the ball, and once they get it, they just want to make crazy attacks. So that's when I like to take over and you know and just control the game. But I need my wingers. I like them to be fast. 
<laughs> Fair enough. I'm I'm in the same boat with you. Yeah. I don't have the fastest guys, and then I have really fast guys that aren't good at anything technically. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let's get into what your impressions are of the league. Let's start with D1. So far, when you look up at D1, you see what Chelsea does. Is that something you're going to aim to do in the next two, three seasons, or do you think that's a little unrealistic and you should kind of look at the other teams that are in D1? Um. Yeah. I think I think that's what I'm planning to do. I mean, I mean, look at Chelsea. They have the best players. Um, so the, I mean, they're stacked, <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Like you can only compete with a team like that. If you have the same level of amount of players, um, I think skills wise, I think I'm pretty good uh, at playing the game. I'm pretty good. I can win, but the only thing that holds me down is I just don't have, I mean, my highest rated player is Nani. He's what? 35 now up. Yeah, he's getting up there. He's yeah, getting yeah. up there. Yeah. And he's my highest rated player. He's at 80. And that's my highest rated player is 80. And that's not much. I mean... Yeah, no, I think my best is an 83. I'm in the same boat as you. I totally, totally agree. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's something that guys have to learn. If you... I'm not saying to give advice to these D2 teams, but, you know, you look at D1, you look at D2, and you compare them. Like, what would be the thing that you're... That you're I would say, sorry, give me a second. What would be your biggest key into factoring in with those D1 teams, let's say in the FA Cup? Yeah, good, you know, what is that one thing that keeps you even with them so far? Controlling the game, um, possession. That's that's one thing I can control. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed my formations in the past games, but I've been defending by attacking. My best source of defense right now is attack. If I keep the ball with me and if I keep it up high, it's much better. Um, it's 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 much better for me to give them a little bit of trouble before they come attacking. And I mean, for example, I have Van Bergen. His his very low seventies. I believe he's a seventy. Oh, lost very you there. Fast. <clears throat> oh, there you go. He's, he has a good speed, and I need someone to come because I only play with three defenders. So. Mm-hmm. Going so I need someone and I play him on the right mid and I need someone to come. Usually the man that just comes back very fast and to help the defenders pretty quick. And surprisingly enough, actually, Nani defends a lot. <laughs> he drops too much. Nah, he's got. I think he still has a high and high work rate on his yeah. SoFIFA.com rating. Yeah. All right, so let's talk quickly about your team's intentions as we go into the midseason window. The FA Cup's coming to an end. I don't. I, I'm not entirely sure where you sit in your FA Cup group. You'll, you could tell me, just give me a second here. Let me ask you this, though. Even if you don't advance in the FA Cup, what players are you looking to get rid of off your club? If you're willing to promote your team right now to sell some players, which guys would you sell? Oh, man. And why? I, there is a lot I would sell, honestly. Um, <laughs> there is, yeah. I mean, if I, if I have in-year placements for them, I probably would trade Van Bergen, even though he's fast. Um, McKinley, I wouldn't say McKinley would be the first one I would want to get rid of. Um, he's, I haven't seen any contribution from him. He has no shots whatsoever. Um, no left, no right. But, um, he's, I think he would be my first go-to. He would be the first person I would want to sell. And, um, also I don't make a lot of substitutions either. I have no bench. I don't have any depth. Uh, so that, that makes it really hard. For me to make even if I get injury and I did already, it, Pellegrini, it's, yeah. Oh man, it's tough. I have to play. Yeah, Pellegrini got injured, but 
Pellegrini actually, once he got injured, that's when I changed my whole formation. Now he hasn't been playing because I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't really play Pellegrini. Okay. Um, so let's get yeah. into a quick little understanding of you have a short bench. You have, or no bench as you, those are your no words. Bench, yeah. You have a, you have a small squad compared to a lot of teams in D2. What of the availability of uh, a Lookman or a Martinelli that can possibly w- give you a big transfer budget in the future? Yeah. Is that something that you're considering or is that like, no, they're too young still. I want to wait till they get more value. Well, Lookman is something I might consider um, trading or selling um, if, if I see a, if I see a good enough deal. Martinelli, I, I've been getting a lot of people asking about him, but all I've been being offered in total was his net worth which is i believe he's worth 28 million right now and that's all i've been getting so i haven't gotten any something crazy that says oh okay you need to sell him um i don't think i'm gonna get rid of martinelli unless i see something really worth it because he's very young and he has a lot of potential coming so even if i hold on to him for a season or two i know i can easily sell him for more all right, but, um, but Martinelli right, so, is going to be hard. Yeah, Martinelli is, has potential, and it seems like he's everybody wants him. Oh no, he is a. I'm an Arsenal fan. He is yeah. a very hot talent. Yeah, uh, he's up and coming. And you know, with uh, Mikel Arteta coming in there, it's going to help someone like him get better. Exactly. Let's get into a little bit about you, though, man. Yeah. You know, we talked about your team. We found out where your family's from, where you're from. Who is your favorite team to watch? Uh, well, I'm a big Barca fan. Um, I, will oh, I can tell by the way you play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm a big Pep Parsa fan, you know, you know, that's, that's kind of the style I play. Actually, that's what made me love the game most is that Tiki Taka style, honestly. Um, I like, you know, a good, you know, that that's my, I like that. Sorry, you bounced very, right very, there. Uh, what'd you say? There you go. Very unique, you know, there's some. I'm from, but I also like a lot of different leagues. Um, I don't just focus. I watch a lot of the Premier League. I watch Mexican League a lot. Um, I try to watch Italian here and there whenever I can. Um, I try to watch some international league. I mean, now I've been watching Belarus play since they're the only league that's going on, believe it or not. So, <laughs> um, I'm, no, I mean, that's that's that is it's it is what it is with what's going on. I, I can tell you right now, you just made a ton of friends. Uh, in the league by saying that you watched a lot of not only a lot of different leagues but you're a fan of Barcelona yeah um so I just want to say thank you you know I usually keep these interviews pretty short um we did talk over the 10 minutes I guaranteed but listen man I hope I get you on here in the future um I'll probably try and get you on this coming podcast that I'm doing right now um but yeah, man, I look forward to seeing what your team does. I believe with the added points, I believe you're just under the third spot. Nice. Um, what? That's- really quickly before I get you off, before I get you off this uh, interview, wh- who do you do you think you could crack into that top three and get an automatic? Promotion? Yeah, I think so. Who goes uh, out if you go in? Hold on, uh, who's 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 the top three? I mean, who's the top three? All right, no. I'll give it to you sure. real quick. I got you. The top three, uh, before they've added in the standings change right now, as of right now, it is myself in third. Okay. Uh, I'm Lester. And then you have Benfica, two points ahead of me, and then Diego with Ajax with 27 ahead of everyone else. Um, but who do you think out of those three goes out? You could say me if you Honestly, want, but I'd wanna, like to remind I you wanna, that I, I did beat I'm you. Like, <laughs> you did beat me. Um, I'm trying to think because, honestly, I think – 
I think I beat Ajax if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I just... yeah, I believe you did. I yeah, believe did. I believe I beat Ajax. Um, I think I could take you as well, man. No offense, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think I could I could you know I beat Ajax and I think I beat him big. If I I don't know what was the score when I beat him, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna go down if you if you can't beat the top, if you can't be on the top two. I'm sorry, man, but you're gonna go down. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be a good race. If you could be that guy who changes the race, I'll say this though: the guys who are currently sitting in the top three have no excuse to not at least make the playoff. Yeah. Um, and I think that teams like yourself and even Roberts Atletico Madrid team, they are changing the way we're seeing D two teams are getting uh, better yeah. very quickly, a lot more than we thought they would. Um, but yeah, thank you once again, yeah. man. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, I look forward to seeing what you do. Yeah. Uh, in the future. Looking forward, man. I'll probably see you in D1 next season. Oh, I hope so. You <laughs> have right, a good one, man. Right, Be safe. You. All right, so let's get into D1. I hope you guys really like that conversation. Uh, I'm looking to try and do more of those in the future because of not just the lockdown, but because our league is getting pretty intense. And, you know, I know you guys heard it. I mean, yes, he's a Barca fan. I can't fix that. Um, but one thing I can do is, is say this, is that the fact that he comes in with so much knowledge of just just the game in general and, and loving it and talking about it and how much it means to him. So, you know, that's one guy. You know, if everybody's like that, I mean, I'm sure, you know, being Barcelona fans would hurt a lot of us. But, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I like his energy. He's a good person uh, from what I've heard so far. Um, he's well-traveled, too. Um, you know, the guy goes and, and does his thing. Unfortunately, he's not allowed to do that right now. But anyways, let's get into D1 and let's start at the bottom. The bottom three is still pretty bad as far as their play so far. Uh, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, and PSG so far really haven't had much to be happy about. And let's be real. As we start with Bayern Munich here, 17 games played and unfortunately 13 losses in that time. Yes, I did expect this team to struggle, but at this point, this is turning into what is a really bad season for their squad, and I just I just thought there was going to be more fight, and perhaps there could be more coming in the future, uh, but right now it's looking pretty bad for Bayern Munich. I will say this, that first time you go into D1, from what I've seen from some of the teams that have gone up and then come right back down, it's that learning curve. And that's okay. That's okay to go down. Because in my opinion, um, you know, and this is obviously my opinion, um, even if your team struggles this first time around, I think you get a knowledge of this is how hard it is. This is going to be hard. This is, I am not going to be able to do whatever I want like I did in D2. Like if I need to get points, I need, you can't just magically wish that to happen. It is a lot more difficult. Um, because if we're just continuing on the subject of the bottom three, you look at the three next teams ahead of them. Um, you know, you look at Kashima, you look at Dortmund, and you look at Manchester United. All three of those members have been around forever, and they have the ability to have built their squads around. And yes, don't get me wrong, I am looking at Wayne's goal differential, Ryan's goal differential, and I am just kind of scratching my head. But frankly, 12 of the 20 teams have a negative goal differential. So I'm not really sitting... Actually, I make that 11 um, out of the... Sorry, I had to get closer to my computer screen there. Um, yeah, ele, uh, 
let me do the math here. <laughs> yeah, no, so 10 of you, sorry, my bad. 10 of you have a negative goal differential. This is just, it is what it is. Obviously, the talent gap is a lot different from those bottom three teams, though, to the next three, just, just immediately. Real Madrid. You know, I picked some of these teams to go down, but I almost feel bad seeing now that they're at the bottom. Because it, it, it's one of those things where I, I didn't really want to be right about. And the, the one team I will say before I change subjects here that has kind of blown expectations out of the water has been Celtic because they sit ninth at the moment. Uh, and I had Celtic kind of down at the bottom. Um, and trust me, he reminds me of that. So there you go. Anyways, that bottom three, um, you know, we can take a look at a couple teams here. We'll take a look at PSG first. Uh, but, you know, to Real Madrid and Bayern Munich's point here, uh, or to their into their defense, I will say this: it's still early, and and no offense to Manchester United, Kashima, or Dortmund, the the next three teams ahead of the bottom three, it's not like they've been spectacular either. But let's get into the team that's been the worst so far. Only twelve games played to the seventeen that Dor- uh, Bayern Munich have, um, but just one point down. So let's take a look at the matches that they have coming up because that's going to matter, right? I mean, to me. A team could only do so well for themselves, right? They lost, what, 2 nothing to Liverpool, 4 0 to Chelsea. You know, they beat Bayern Munich 5 to 1 to their credit, tied Kashima. I mean, I'm just naming off games that I think are important. You know, being able to beat or just narrowly lose to Manchester United, excuse me. Uh, those are things that, okay, you can see why there's some optimism for the squad, but then you go and look at their month and who they have to play and. There's a lot of angry teams in their way. So let's look at the rest of April for them. Well, they haven't yet really done anything. They still have to play Augsburg, which is a team that has been frustrated by this season so far. Um, Every time I talk to Roman, he has just been so upset at the way the game is played. So I don't expect him to take it easy on anyone at this moment in time or not have that killer instinct because it's going to be there. Celtic are another squad as far as the schedule goes. We're looking at the league. And, well, Celtic are a team that are trying to prove themselves something, right? Their manager got moved up in the league. He wants to show something. So far he has. He's sitting in ninth. And you know what? Celtic are a team that are continuously adapting to D1, and they've done it really well so far. Let's be honest. They've been, they've been really good so far uh, at adapting and, and coming into this um, league very briefly to have grasped it uh, the way they have has been pretty special you look at LAFC Barcelona Club America is obviously a scary team but Tottenham Hotspur uh, joins those other two in my opinion as just angry frustrated teams that kind of probably feel and I haven't talked to Edison really this season uh, but I've I, you know I've talked to Evan and I've talked to Aaron you know I haven't really talked to Serge since the preseason tournament or the the VT Cup uh, but I could tell that they've been frustrated because they are not sitting in positions in the league that they were sitting in last season. And I could tell on top of that that they they can't possibly be happy, um, you know, with, with what's happened. You know, let's let's be honest. Is anyone really happy when you expected to perform better? And they just quite, quite frankly have it. LAFC so far in 12th. Tottenham are sitting in 13th place. Um, you know, I talked about, I mean, you look at the rest of that schedule, 
you know, for PSG, you're going to kind of feel bad for them. But here's the one point I will make. They have two games on Kashima at the moment, and Kashima are only three points ahead. Uh, you know, we could take a look at those teams' schedules, but you know what? Everyone's got to play everyone twice is a point that was made to me a couple of weeks ago. Everyone's got to play everyone twice. And, you know, sometimes when you look at the schedule and you see, oh, I have two games to kind of match Kashima or beat them, a point is more likely to happen at least in the next couple of games, maybe one point, depending on who he plays. But I got to imagine for Josh, it's been pretty uh, frustrating. You know, he kind of got in off a of technicality to some people and, uh, you know, next man up kind of thing like, oh, someone quit. So here you go. So he he's probably felt that there's a lot to prove. And I, I got to say, I hope there's more from not just the bottom three, but from PSG. You don't want to go out without fighting. I fully expect them to do that. Let's get into the rest of the standings as I catch you guys up. Let's finish out the bottom 10. I talked about Kashima, Dortmund, Manchester United in the bottom three. But let's talk about AC Milan at 14th. We have Tottenham in 13th with LAFC above them. Young Boys, the D2 champions of last season, currently sit 11th. Liverpool in 10th, which is a little slow to their expectations with Celtic on top as we go into the top eight. Atletico Nacional, Wolverhampton Wanderers in 7th. FC Augsburg, Augsburg in 6th, excuse me, with 27 points. They do have a game in hand on Barcelona, who sit ahead of them with the same amount of points. Arsenal in 4th right now, but 17 games played and 28 points. Fully expect Barcelona and Augsburg to make that jump and possibly even Wolves with the, uh, or excuse me, not Wolves, but Augsburg with a chance to really jump ahead. And third, we have Olympic Lyonnais, which I believe that's 15 games played and 30 points. You have Club America in second with just a couple games in hand on Chelsea, but really the gap is starting to widen as Chelsea currently sit 10 points free at the top of the table. And, well, come on, is it really. Brand new news. I mean, this is where we've been the last couple of seasons with this Chelsea squad. And as you heard from Gaidon, this is the best team in the league. Yes, I like I talked about last season and into the preseason, I picked Serge. And I will not stand against that. I still believe Serge has a chance uh, because of his own undefeated run that he's been on currently. Currently sitting on the best defense in the league. And if he can keep clean sheets in the next two matches, he's pretty much coasting by and it's very possible that um he can but d1 has been a struggle for the top for anyone not in the top two i mean it's it's been rough already leone uh leone excuse me already has three losses barcelona picking up three already if you don't have the losses guess what you have four ties (laughs) um you know and i'm talking about arsenal here four ties Five losses, six or yes, six win or five wins. It's just been all over the place from everybody, you know. And or excuse me, eight wins. Sorry, I cannot read today, guys. Um, but that's that's kind of where it's been, right? If you're not, you can have all the wins you want right now, for the most part, right? Trying to crack into the top four, five area. But once you get in there, the point breakdown becomes so strenuous. I mean, it's. It's a game-by-game basis that I haven't seen in a while. Um, And maybe other people can call back to the first couple seasons better than I can um, because I was too busy winning a lot and then all of a sudden losing a ton of games in a row. And, you know, it's a blur. Uh, But that's that's what happens in D1. For all the D2 guys that listen to this, that's what happens in D1. Nothing is predictable because no one expected Arsenal to be this high. 
right? I didn't expect Roman to get off to such a slow start, even though you can see it's starting to pick up for him. Um, you know, and then look at David, Atletico Nacional, just playing really good FIFA at the moment. He's he's starting to get his rhythm into it as well. And right now we're going to talk a little bit about them because we haven't really expected this squad to do much. Um, you know, and I personally didn't. I thought he'd be on the bottom half of the table, even though, you know, he's, for the most part, he's been okay. But it's been through James Rodriguez that this team's really, ex- uh, you know, excelled, along with Yusuf Poulsen. And you look at Paulson. if you want to go in all competitions, he's got 17 goals. Um, and I, in my opinion, you need a guy who's going to be able to score goals for you. I, I, I've said this before. Sometimes it's good to have that one guy. Uh, and it, it seems to work for some of you guys. But let's take a look at what they've done in the league so far. Paulson with 11 goals leads all players on this nasty now team. And it's not to be overlooked is the five clean sheets by Franco Armani. And this is a team that is starting to round into form. Yes, you obviously have James Rodriguez, six assists, three goals is special. Vinicius Jr., who came to the squad uh, with four assists, four goals. He's made a minor impact. But there's other talent. Let's not forget that there's Luis Muriel, who, yes, his overall talent in real life has dwindled. But Ricardo Quaresma, even though he's getting older, he still has a part to play. Jefferson Lerma, uh, Rodrigo Bentancur, those are guys that have talent and they have obviously helped this team. Um, obviously, I'm sure pace helps a lot, but those little decisive passes is what's really helped Atletico Nacional uh, so far. And even though they can't quite beat the big guys yet, this is a team to watch for. I fully expect that he can find his form. Remember, I think it was a, two seasons ago, was it, where he found himself finishing in that top 10, you know, becoming a team to talk about. And, uh, you know, and that's that's important. You want to start getting into those conversations, kind of how we used to talk about Wolves, where it's like they're two, three players away. They could potentially be a good team. And I think we could start having that conversation now about David's Atletico Nasi now. So to further my point on how this team has been doing, well, they have to run a mini gauntlet here uh, coming up. They do have Wolves to start it off, a team that I would compare them to as far as how they're building. Manchester United run into them with Augsburg Celtic. They do get Liverpool in the Cup, but back to league play, they'll get LAFC and Barcelona. And like I talked about, there's some angry teams there. Teams have been really upset by their bad form. And frankly, David still has a lot to prove, so we'll see how he comes out of this whole period right now. We'll see if he can qualify to the next round of the FA Cup, uh, which I will try and catch you guys up uh, before I get into D2. And, uh, you know, that's that's just something that doesn't measure all your success in one season and how far you go in the FA Cup. But I can tell you what, if you want to make some moves in that midseason window, picking up as much money as you can from the FA Cup knockout rounds is the best way to go. Anyways, I know I said D2 is going to come after. I'm actually going to put it ahead in the podcast, so I apologize if you hear that part first. Uh, But coming up, uh, I will probably break down the FA Cup after this. I'm going to see which order I put it in. Uh, But if anything, uh, we'll be right back after this. All right, guys, so D2 and FA Cup will be pretty quick in this section. These these podcasts are obviously going to be a lot shorter. That's why I wanted to have that guide on meeting or just interviews in the future because really that's all we can do uh, is try and talk to each other and try and have these moments where we're able to interact with one another and um, 
you know, D1 has been really well taken care of. I will say this, the FA Cup and D2 have yet to be updated on the website. Uh, and I don't really want to sit there through matches on the Facebook page. It's just too much uh, as of right now. If I had more time, I would have no problem with it whatsoever. Um, and I know I joked about the D1 part. Excuse me. Uh, but I didn't realize uh, what there was uh, left to do. And I didn't. I did not check the website. Um, but anyways, we and after talking to Guy Don just quickly about D2, there is, and I touched on it a bit, there's an excitement that I think not only he brings, but a few individuals bring in our league. And I think we need to continue with that. Um, that's, you know, calling for anything crazy to happen here, but the enthusiasm to play has been very important, uh, especially in D2. You know, no one's team is perfect down there, and I'll be the first to tell you, it's 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 literally a crapshoot. You know, you want things to go your way. You feel like everyone's on a level playing field. And right now, that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's uh, everyone can kind of beat everyone. And right now, we have no undefeated teams. And even the team that was currently, uh, that was sitting at the top, well, they've had a little bit of trouble as well. So D2 is something to pay attention to. And I feel like I have to say this every now and then. Because I think that the teams that came through D2 appreciate the second division more than the originals. And I mean that in a nice way. Uh, but it's true. And then from the D1 guys that made it to D, uh, the D2 guys that made it to D1, when I talk to them, or I talk to guys in D2, there's so much desire. So I, I would just say this, don't rest on your laurels, guys in D2. Push and push for more, because that's the only way you're going to be able to compete with these D1 guys. Um, and as you see in the FA Cup, we have yet to see the second division really have a takeover, and that probably will never happen, but just the thought of it would be really cool to watch a bunch of weaker sides, quote-unquote, really accomplish something. And I know that's easier said than done. We saw how good Atlanta was, and they kind of fell off, and I've talked to Mike since about that, and he goes, it's just the way it is. It's like there's just certain things I can't do anything about. I'm getting better here, but I'm getting worse here, and that's that's FIFA. That is the game that we play and we waste thousands of hours playing. And I have no problem with that. You know, some teams are taking their time growing and that's, that's okay too. There's talent in certain spots here in D2 that will surprise you that they have those players with the players that they have. And the managers themselves obviously will continue to get better. And as the level of competition grows, uh, I'm curious to see how these D2 teams do uh, as we stretch things out, we have multiple competitions uh, where everyone plays everyone, and uh, obviously uh, we'll see what happens. As for now, though, there isn't much to really touch on with D2. Nothing got updated, unfortunately. Um, I'm not here to tell anyone what to do, so it's not anything negative by any means. Um, obviously, a lot of us are just really excited about what's happening in our second division in the league, which you got to remember wasn't created uh, that long ago. So the fact that we have 12 teams, and I know before we had a ton of teams before that, but it didn't really work out. Um, you know, I mean, this is this is where we're at. And obviously there's a pinnacle to reach. We see those top two teams, but, you know, it's going to take some time. And I hope that the guys that are currently in D2 are willing to be patient uh, because the, the whole journey going to D1 is kind of special. And I'm sure those guys that uh, made it up there this recent season – uh, we'll tell you that. All right, let's get into the FA Cup because that hasn't been updated either, but I will just speak not just 
for myself as a Leicester City, uh, you know, the guy who runs that team, uh, but for the other people that are competing for those second spots or trying to go from last to first or third to first, we've we've done an incredible job of creating this tournament. And I know I cried about it forever to have it interject into the season. And, you know, this thought just popped in my head the other day of good ideas. You know, somebody has an idea that they're sitting on currently right now that they need to take to somebody. And if you have one, obviously, you know, that that's what the board is for. Don't be afraid to talk to the board. They're not mean people. Um, even though, yes, it did take them a while to come through with this idea. But sometimes good ideas take time. And, you know, obviously this is something that we can kind of replicate from watching the Champions League. And there's things that we can take from. And if you have an idea, don't be afraid to share it. Because the competition you're currently playing in, it, it made sense to do. And I know a lot of people don't like me because I will say things that they don't want to hear. Or, they no, that's a dumb idea. I don't have time for that. But you know what? Sometimes you need to say something. And if you and probably it's, it might even be a better idea than what some of us have come up with. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because uh, change is going to happen. No matter what, things are going to always change. Uh, but... I love the way this has turned out. And I have no problem with reminding people that this is what I wanted. And that someone else secretly wanted it, you too. You had it. You wanted it too. Good. Even better. And we are getting to the point where the FA Cup now is so much fun. To I, I can't express, express this enough to you guys. The knockout rounds are so damn fun to just wait on and I really hope that we could get those games specifically because there's so little and you have to sit there and hope for a league game that we can get those on Twitch. And I, I know earlier I said I wasn't going to, you know, badger people about the whole Twitch thing, but it's fun to watch these teams battle it out. And even if it's a low-end team making it into the knockout stages, Cinderella story type thing, or it's the Giants of Club America and Chelsea doing battle in the semifinals, I want to watch those games. And I really hope the league can get behind that and kind of not get so wound up with other things going on. I know that's easier said than done because of how crazy everything is right now. But maybe it's slowed down for a selected few and those guys can really help us out and really create a good product to watch because um, I I would love to watch a March Madness kind of thing where I have to, oh, there's a Twitch game at this time for these two teams and they're going to be on. And then you know, right after that I can watch another game because... Honestly, I love this league, and I love watching the games. I like watching you guys play um, a lot more than I like watching myself play, trust me. And uh, my heart rate will agree. Uh, and um, So, yeah, uh, if that's something that we can do for the FA Cup, because it is starting to become a nice crown jewel uh, for the league, and I think the league will agree that it is something – I think it's special to win. I think, uh, you know, you kind of have to face everyone over the course of the season now. Uh, I think it's a little bit harder to win now than before where it was just like a cup in the middle of the season and the cup took place entirely all in a span of a couple of days. I think, yes, that has its own difficulties, but a hot streak is a hot streak. You can't do that over a span of months. And in a way like the Champions League, we get to the end here with the FA Cup. I think there's a way we can do it where we kind of shine a light on the competition and it could be a competition that's like, wow, everyone's in this one. You know, there's no discrimination. Uh, everyone's in the cup, no matter what division you're in. 
this is the one we can focus on. You know, I know that I've complained about a top eight competition. That would be a fun one to watch too. But until uh, something like that happens, uh, we are we are given uh, this battle of sixteen teams. You know, after the first round of games or the group stage games being over with, we get sixteen teams, and frankly, not all of them have a chance of winning. But you know, on paper at least. But that's why they have to play the game. So I hope that's something that we can do. Um, and you know, it's just, just one of those things. I think, I think it'll be, I think it would be really special. Uh, maybe even if teams like in, you know, league play, like, you know, we get to watch the, the two legs of the, uh, promotion relegation playoff, which is super fun as well. Uh, but I think we need to get to a point where we're putting a little bit more emphasis on, you know, Hey, this is our product. This is what we're doing. I'm not saying to sell it or anything like that. I'm saying just for us, you know, something to keep for us. And I think that would be pretty special. Anyways, I'm gonna let you guys go because I'm probably been boring the hell out of you guys with just trying to get ideas to get worked here. And, uh, and listen, I know not all of them sound great and that's all right with me. Um, I, and I know people don't like them and honestly, like that's, that's fine. <laughs> I have no one here to impress, uh, but myself. So the way I see it, if you got something good to say, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I have no power. I, I truly don't. I can't go up to any of the board members and say, hey, we should do this because I've done that before. Um, and yes, it has worked in small things. But what I mean is I can't speak for you. That's not my job. Uh, so go, go and say, hey, maybe we should try this because they might listen. Um, yeah, I will try and do more of these. It's Like I said, it's been super crazy. And I'm sure it's crazier for somebody else. And, you know, you guys, I think we could all understand that we need to appreciate what we do have. And that's kind of what I'm saying. You know, if you got something, don't hold back because it's pretty evident that life is too short. And I don't need to tell you that. I think most of you guys know that. I think we're old enough to understand that. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid to do something. You guys are all old enough. We all are to do what we need to do. And we have, I have honestly constantly thinking about this league and I, I, I hope that you guys enjoy it just as much as I do. Um, you know, I will try and do as many of these podcasts as I can managers. Let's step up now, you know, step up time to just come on and just talk for a little bit. You don't have to show your face. It's, I'm not going to put it up on YouTube. You know, it's just a thought, but obviously we're going to do it, you know, a hundred percent your preference. If you just want to talk about something, that's fine. Oh, I can only talk for a little bit. That's fine too. That's all right. I'm not looking to take up your whole day. Uh, you know, maybe I think I had got on for what, maybe 15 minutes. Uh, you know, honestly, like 14 something. And it's not going to take forever. You know, I could probably talk a lot longer to you. And that's fine. If you want to stay on, we could talk longer about things. I'm fine with that as well. Uh, so let me know if you guys are interested in that. Uh, because I think that does draw more interest, not just to the podcast, but to the league, you get to know the people. I'm not saying you got to put your social security number out there. Uh, obviously, we're not going to do stuff like that. Um, or where you live. Like that's, that's, or your full name or things like that. Uh, so don't be afraid to get on there and talk about stuff. It's not like you're going to get blown up for it. Unless you say something that's crazy, that's on you. I just want to thank all you guys for listening once again. And, uh, you know, I know that it's, it's maybe hard to listen to it right now. I've seen the numbers kind of fluctuate on the podcast. But if you guys have any suggestions for me, please hit me up at San Pedro FIFA League on Instagram. I know I'm not really on it like crazy. It's just kind of hard to right now with 
trying to get a feel for what's going on. There's some things being posted in the league, and then I'm like, all right. At that time, I'm doing something else, so it's just been kind of crazy. But hit me there. I, I usually check the messages anyways. Um, or you could just message me on Facebook for you managers. You guys can do that. Once again, thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of the San Pedro FIFA League podcast. Until next time, guys, be safe. Uh, wash your hands for more than 20 seconds. Uh, gloves do not work, uh, but face masks apparently do. Um, goodbye. <laughs>